Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. Here we go. Okay. I am here with Alana. And Alana is an amazing coach. She is board certified. She'll tell you all about her background. But I'm really excited to have Alana here today because I think that her story is going to inspire a lot of you who are health coaches out there or life coaches out there. And maybe you just graduated and you want to hit the ground running, but you feel so overwhelmed with all the things out there and not quite sure what to focus on or how to reach your ideal clients. And so Alana's going to share a little bit about her journey. Um, she's been one of my clients, and I love working with her because she's incredibly determined and motivated and fun to work with. Um, but Alana, I'll let you introduce yourself, and we'll go from there. Sure. Thanks for having me. It's really fun to be here. Yeah, I'm a, a board-certified uh, health coach, and I'm also a resilience expert. I um, get the privilege of teaching and training people in the skills and science of resilience and health and well-being around the world, uh, both in my day job and my um, in my job as a like focused around health coaching and resilience coaching. Um, yeah, I mean, I can go on in lots of different directions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, tell everybody um, a little bit more about when you first started, you, you just graduated from, what was it? Um, Duke? It was yep. the, yeah, Duke. I don't know what the program was called, but um, something like that, right? What was it called? Duke? Yeah, Duke Integrative Health. Okay. But, um, so I'm a Duke trained integrative health coach. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you knew you wanted to do health coaching, but you had a full-time job. You're a mom, you have a lot mm -hmm. going on. So when you were first finished that and you were like, okay, I got my certification. I'm ready to go. What were the thoughts running through your mind and what was kind of the vision you had for, for yourself? Yeah, sure. That's, that's a great starting question. So when I graduated, I was so excited. I wanted to start obviously coaching people right away. And I was kind of like, oh, wait, how do I get people? to coach and, you know, I love the Duke program. The Duke program is amazing. They uh, give you really powerful skills to be um, a very powerful coach that can help people change and transform their lives. However, they do not give you a lot of uh, coaching on how to start a coaching business. And so I was uh, feeling, I've never like 
been an entrepreneur. I've never had my own business before. I had no idea. In fact, it's something that I've actively tried not to do because as you know, we all have so many self-limiting beliefs around that. And so I was really struggling with how to um, start my own business and how to attract clients. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I think we found each other on Google or something and talked and, and got you going in your business. And um, since then you've come so far because I know before, you know, you didn't have your own system or kind of, you had ideas about how you wanted to coach people, how you wanted to stand out in the market. Um, but wasn't sure how that was going to play out. So tell when you say limiting beliefs from that you had in the beginning, what were some of those that were holding you back? I feel like I have like every classic, you know, you must coach. I, I know you coach on this all the time, but I was, I mean, I'm just sort of like that classic person who had all those limiting beliefs, like around imposter syndrome and, you know, like it's been an amazing journey, like to mm -hmm. building my coaching business, because it's like a journey of life and a journey of your own self-discovery. And I feel like it's, um, really taught me about having like more confidence and belief in myself and the value that I deliver and really owning that and getting really clear on the value I deliver, which has been like such an amazing process, you know, and doing that with you and with your help and your facilitation has just been really powerful in ways. It's like becoming, building a health coaching business is more than just like, okay, I need to have these marketing systems set up. It's not like we're selling stuff, widgets or whatever. It's like you're selling, you know, transforming people's lives. And um, I just feel like I've grown in um, ways really owning and getting really clear on the value that I deliver and the service that I deliver to my clients and to the world. Yeah, totally. Like the way I explain it is you walk out of coaching a different version of yourself, a better version of yourself for the time to come. And when health coaches tell me, well, I love health coaching and I do it for free. I'm like, but on the, but also you have to understand that the person on the other end is going to be a different person, have different skills for the rest of their life. And that's worth something that is worth a energy exchange. And, you know, if you don't charge, you can't keep you most likely can't keep coaching because you have to pay your bills somehow and you got to, you know, work a full-time day job and you're going to run out of time to work on your business. And so my whole passion is helping health coaches and life coaches be able to not quit, not quit coaching and keep doing it and make money doing it. So they don't feel like, Oh, I got to quit and I got to get a full-time day job and all that stuff. Right. So um, tell me a little more about, you know, we, to, to position your value, you have a really cool system that you call type A to type H. So tell everybody about that system and um, we'd love to hear it. Sure. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. So, I mean, I have to go back a little to get to how I got to this system of type A to type H, but I've been, as you know, a type A driven perfectionist. I'm like card carrying founding member. Some days I feel like my whole life. So, you know, I'm super hard on myself. Like so many of us are always moving that goalpost, you know, so I'm never there, you know, just, um, you know, just really every cliche around that, that driver. And that 
that driver in my life. And that really led me to, in my life, um, you know, I like, I had on the outside, everything was great. You know, I had an amazing job, two great kids, awesome husband, you know, wonderful life, very connected to my friends and my family, you know, on the outside, my life seemed super great. But on the inside, I felt like everything was falling apart. I felt horrible, to be honest. I had anxiety, TMJ, digestive issues, like all that type A stuff, always moving the goalpost to the point where it was just like, um, you know, it was burnout. I was just feeling kind of resentful and angry in my life and just didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And then I got, as you know, got diagnosed with breast cancer. I, I don't know if the two are connected. I'll never know. I don't know. But for me, it was an opportunity to and a wake up call, like as a, a, a alarm that could not have been any louder that mm-hmm. I needed to change things in my life. And, you know, part of that journey was becoming a health coach. And for me, I found my ideal client in this person. There are so many of us out there, those successful executives and professionals who are doing really well or, but like, it's at the expense of our own health and well-being. and the type A's it's like anxiety, you know, anxiousness always on, you know, we never turn off. And then the journey is to type H, which of course is I made up, mm-hmm. uh, but type H is, you know, feeling healthy, happy, bringing that positivity into our lives that we lose along the way, healed, healing those mindsets that keep us, um, you know, functioning in the ways that we've always worked and hot, uh, mm-hmm. which is, you know, more just about feeling lit up inside, um, but yeah. your own beauty and grace. Yeah. Type A to type H, everybody anxious to healthy, happy and hot, which yeah. I love. And it, it just, um, helps you. And this is something we always, I talk about with my clients is rather than saying I do health coaching, it's this money sessions. It's this much money. You have a framework and a system and, you know, a story too to position, Hey, this is what I went through. This is where you, you could go from point A to point B. And here's how I help you get there. And suddenly the value of your offer just increases because I'm not just thinking, well, dollars for hours per session. So what does that look like? You know, it gets me out of that mindset. So um, when it comes to, you know, taking the risk on yourself, so you, you were like, okay, how do I get clients? And I'm sure you felt really hesitant at first about, well, what do I invest in first? And who do I trust? And what do I do? Like, so what caused you to invest in coaching and to take that risk um, initially? Yeah, that's a good question. I, um, well, I mean, I think through the process of becoming a health coach, I kind of, you know, figured out what I want to do when I grow up, kind of, you know, <laughs> I think we spend a lot of time trying to find our, like, our zone of genius uh, as um, from the big leap. I don't know if you've ever read that book, yeah. but you know, I, I think I've been working in my zone. There's like zone of incompetence, zone of competence, zone of excellence, and zone of genius. And I think I've been working in my zone of excellence for a long time, really good at what I did. But with coaching, I think I really found a zone of genius for me, like where my natural talents could shine through and serve others. And so when you're operating in that zone, it just was so clear to me 
that this was the time to invest in myself. I've done other things in the past. I even wrote a book. I wrote a trashy romance novel. Oh. Back when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, as I'm a writer and an editor, I have oh, to So like I've done other things, but yeah. I never felt like I didn't fully invest in the like marketing and promotion of that. And because I knew deep down inside, like I like turned out this one book, but I was never going to be like, be able to turn out a book. Like it, that wasn't my zone of genius be, being yeah. a writer of being a, like a trashy romance novel writer, but finishing the coaching program, doing that experience, I knew that this, um, this was the thing. And when you just know, you know. Yeah, definitely. So you took that investment in yourself and we've worked together in a couple different ways. You know, you were in one of my programs, the small group setting, and then privately we've worked together. Um, so when, like before we started, you didn't have to kind of, what were you dealing with? You were unclear on your niche, you know, stuff like that. And then versus now, most recently, when I heard from you, it sounds like things are, you know, you're booking the clients and, and revving up. So tell me kind of what that, looked like for you? Yeah. I mean, it's, so I, when I started working with you, I knew nothing about anything. I, um, you know, I think as you know, so well that our instinct always is to be like, I help people and (laughs) I don't, and you don't want to like niche down. You don't want to get specific because you feel like you're going to lose people. But, you know, I really was able to internalize that message around like, um, getting clear on the value that I deliver and who my ideal client is. And that's actually really important is, you know, you want to book your ideal clients. You want to book the people that you're going to serve the best. There's so many people out there and people that maybe aren't a match for you and they're not going to have a good experience and you aren't either. So it is really important to get clear. So we were able to do that, get clear on, you know, who I serve, who my ideal client is, and then starting to set up systems and learn, like, it's all new muscles for me, learning new muscles around, like, it's always been so hard for me as it is for so many of us, um, is putting yourself out there and selling yourself. That's mm-hmm. essentially, as a coach, you are selling yourself. And that was a muscle that I really needed your support on and to, to build and get comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to where I am today, where I feel like finally things are starting to click and I have like, I feel like I've sort of gotten to another level um, generally in my business, which has been so exciting. Like I had some individual clients and I've transitioned them all into a group program. Well, it's actually a hybrid program with that's a group and uh, private one-on-ones, which I'm so excited about. And so are my clients. Like they're super pumped about it. And mm-hmm. we're kicking off the first group a session on January 3rd. It's all about intention and goal setting. And like, I'm so, and then I've signed a couple new clients into that. So all my existence clients are now transitioned into this hybrid program. All new clients are going into this hybrid program. Um, I created the program, which I didn't have before. Um, I have some marketing stuff that I've done that works. Um, and I feel like I've got some systems in place and some comfort around, yeah, around that. Nice. Yeah. And I remember when you, um, booked your first high ticket client, you made a little purchase for yourself. Do you mind, uh, sharing what that was? (laughs) Actually, wasn't that small of a purchase? (laughs) 
yes. I, this was when I booked my first high ticket client. I went straight to the Louis Vuitton store and I bought myself a Louis Vuitton bag. It was like, for me, it was like, I have a day job. And, you know, and so this was like, you know, I would never allow myself to purchase something. So like, it's not needed. And I've got two kids, one that's about to go into college, whatever, you know how it goes. But I was just like, this is amazing. Like I have this money and I'm going to just treat myself with it. And it felt really good. And yeah, not all the money's going to do that. So, but I did so enjoy every moment of that going to the store and choosing it. And uh, I carry it with pride. And it, for me, it symbolizes that, um, you know, I'm doing some of the, some work that I love to do. I love it. I when love female, like entrepreneur, CEO, business owner. Like that's yeah. baller. <laughs> yes. You got to celebrate the wins. Yes. You know? um, I love that story. I think it's just so fun because I totally know, you know, that you, you have like what you've already, you already are a person of excellence, but at the same time, you've even just seeing you transition to being like, no, you know what? I am going to charge high ticket for this and it is worth it. And I don't need the clients quote unquote. And, you know, I'm going to serve and I'm, and, and then I can use my free stuff for the people who don't want it. My free value, my free Instagram, my free lead magnet, et cetera. Um, so that's like a cool transfer transformation for me to see. And also just your, um, your, ability to speak and lead people. Like I know that you kind of leverage that a little bit by doing some networking groups and speaking things and things like that. Um, so what would you advise to some health coaches out there when it comes to like putting yourself out there and getting your confidence up and speaking, like tell us a little more what, what any advice you'd give. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'm lucky in the sense that I do have, like, I have a lot of experience speaking and training, and I do, I do a lot of that all day long for people around the world and Fortune 500 companies, and so that piece I've always felt confident in, like, um, being able to coach and train, and I have so many, like, I have so much knowledge and skills, and I just love to be able to share that with others. Um, you know, it's, and. It, so, so that's, that's been good, but that's a really important piece that you need. You need, um, and that, you know, and that's actually something I had to build. I was not, um, let's see how I want to say this. I wasn't always, didn't always feel super confident in my ability to speak and train and teach. Um, and that takes like, that takes some skill and practice and, but it's but it's one of those skills like growth mindset that you, that you can learn and anyone can learn and we tend to get in our own way about that a lot and um, you know my kids are the same way shy about speaking and stuff I use the same skills that I use on myself with them but you know I would say investing if that's something that's like a blocker for you investing in that and getting that those skills and comfort around using your voice and speaking and training is like super important. Mm -hmm. Did I answer the question? I feel like maybe I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think investing in that skill set is important and practicing and you had the ability to practice in some pretty big high pressure situations, but obviously you've yeah. done it so many times now it feels natural, but really I think it comes down to 
the, probably the first time you did it, you felt scared and you did it with fear. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the formula. Exactly. You, can practice, you can practice in front of a mirror. You can train your skill sets by working with a coach or working with somebody. But at some point, you just have to do it. And that's right. You do. You know, yeah, no, it's just no. like move beyond the fear. And I will tell you some of the tricks are what you've just said, like practice, 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 do it in front of the mirror, do it in the shower, go take a drive in your car and say it so many times mm -hmm. that you know it back and forth so that when you're sitting or standing in front of an audience or on Zoom or a webinar, that you don't have to worry that you're not going to know what you're going to say. And so then you can kind of relax and then all the goodness kind of comes out. So, so yeah. I love it. Cool. Now, what are, what's some of your favorite things that about having a private coach when we've worked together? Like what, um, you know, I'm sure you've done courses and stuff too in the past, but like what's what about private coaching in particular did you like? Yeah, I really felt like, especially Haley, our last round when I did some of that private coaching with you really, really helped kind of, I don't know, just like everything kind of like gelled and clicked. I felt like I had so many, as you know, <laughs> questions about things, so many documents like I was making around like what my offering is and some messaging around that or is my website and like you were so great in just responding to like messaging stuff, um, website, you know, all of those pieces. It was like, I just felt like I, I don't know, it just gave me so much comfort in having your eyes on it and your feedback and having that, having that partner to um, help me. Cause I felt like for me, those were blockers. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know how to move forward. I don't, I, I don't know what my messaging is. I don't know like mm -hmm. what my offer is and like, should I change it? You know, all these like sort of foundational pieces you need to move forward. I felt like I could just like, boom, 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 you know, work through all of those with you. Yeah. And just like, it was just like allowed me to just move forward. And I, I didn't have any excuse to have blocks. Well, I don't know what my offer is. I don't know like if that's good enough, you know, it kind of like removed all that. Cause it was like, okay, well, I got all that. Like I got an offer. I got like stuff. I feel good about my websites rolling. And you also were so great in introducing interesting marketing ideas and people in your network that you partner with, which is also super helpful. So yeah, love it. And one of the things too that I think we do as individuals who care so much about our work is we add extra things or to our plate or to our program or you know we think we need to add all these extra steps. And one of the things I noticed when we were working together was like Alana, this is ready. Like this is done. Like this, you don't need to have like this extra little tiny thing, you know. And so we were like, let's go. Like, let's make okay. you some money. Let's get this out in the market. Okay. That was um, priceless, to be honest. Yeah. Right. So um, so anyways, I think sometimes having that objective view of somebody who's not, you know, so close to your business, but is seeing it outside of you can say like, what do you mean? This is done. <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> so helpful. It's so true. Type A driven perfectionist, like all day long, me being like, blah, 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 you know, moving 10 steps ahead, but I don't have blah, blah, or what if this is like all of that stuff. Yeah. 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 So what, would you, 
Oh, good. Well, what would you say um, one of the biggest mindset things that's shifted for you or, or that you're excited about when it comes to changing a belief? Yeah. Um, so, okay. Mindset beliefs that have changed. Yes. Okay. So many. Um, one is that it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Before I put it out there, in fact, it's probably better if it's not that, you know, that I can just go, you know, that Mel, is her name Mel Brooks or Mel, I don't Mel, know. Robbins? Mel Robbins, you know, she has that five, four, three, two, one thing. Yeah. It's super valuable in these cases for me because it's just like, just do it. Just like, yeah, you know, just start promoting it. It's ready. You know, just go. And so like, just letting go of a lot of that, those perfectionism beliefs that like, if it's not perfect, I'm not going to do it at all. And, you know, that I don't have to have everything figured out because it's not possible for me to have everything figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and then bigger beliefs around like, I can create the life of my dreams. Yeah. Like I can build the life of my dreams. Like mm-hmm. I can do that. There's nothing in the way of that. And I, you know, that's like super powerful. And I can, you know, we all have beliefs around money too, that can really get in the way when you're starting to build your own business, whether you didn't talk about money in your family or whether you don't value it or whether there's expectations or what have you. But I've definitely worked through some of that stuff Mm -hmm. and getting to like, I've always kind of like avoided those discussions or even having those thoughts around myself, but kind of owning that money conversation in my own head and really like getting more comfortable around that. And that allowed me to get more comfortable with having, with selling. Yeah. Because you have to talk about money. Right. Selling because it's a money exchange, but I feel like I'm in like so much of a better place around I'm exchanging value for yeah. I'm delivering value for somebody in an exchange for money. And that actually feels really good. Yeah. For both for both of us. Right. Right. Wanna... And your your program is is gotten, I think you feel more confident too about the program itself because it's changed and evolved over time too. And it's hard not to feel good about a really good offer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, love it. So really good. And what about um, when it comes to what you're working on next, any other wins that you've experienced? Tell us more about what what that's all about. Yeah. I mean, I'm launching this program in January. It's I'm calling it um, Everyday Health and Resilience. And it's it's this program that I'm trying out. And it's really around like, for me, I know that how you build your health, how you build your resilience to life's challenges is all about the little things you do every day. So, I mean, so not a, um, so that's why I called it that, but I'm super excited about it because it's this combination, as I was saying before, of group coaching and one-on-one private coaching. And I think I've found my lane, like I, and I have different levels for different folks. Like, you know, for my clients that are, we've worked intensely private one-on-one together already, they sort of have a, they don't, they need sort of a lighter touch. We can do the group and maybe not as much one-on-one private coaching, but for some new people that are coming in, there's more private one-on-one coaching in addition to the group to get you moving and get you where you want to go. And I think there's so much benefit to group coaching, to learning together, but also to private because people have specific stuff 
um, especially for my clientele that, that's been around for a while. A lot of these beliefs have been hanging around for a while and um, they also just need some one-on-one -on -one support too. So it feels like the best of both worlds. So I'm so yeah. excited about this program. Love it. Very excited for you. And uh, is there anything else you want to share for any health coaches listening who are like, yeah, you know, I want to grow this business, but I can't, I can't. I don't know if I should reach out or ask for help or, or whatnot. Anything you tell them? Do it. You know, it's the new year coming up. And, you know, what do you think about for 2022? Like, what do you want to let go of? And what do you want to bring into your life? And, you know, what do we wait? I can say it personally as a breast cancer survivor, you know, it's, just changed my outlook and you don't have to go through breast cancer to get where I am, but what are we waiting for? Just yeah. start now. There's no reason to wait. You don't need to wait till some other moment in time when everything is sad and then you can do that. Just do it now. And then you'll start bringing in all that stuff you want into your life. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And waiting has a cost, whether we realize it or not, you know, and you know, it's not to say, you can't be comfortable waiting. Waiting can be very comfortable. But oh, yeah. at the same time, is that stagnant and comfortable? Uh, or is it is it just, you know, growth is on the other side of discomfort and making a move and changing something. So at least you have that to look forward to and you're going to yeah. get uncomfortable and try something new. So yeah, to echo uh, that, I would say that it is uncomfortable. Like yeah. you definitely have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because everything is new. Everything is different. You haven't done it before and it feels very uncomfortable, but get used to it because the, yeah. uh, the other side of that, exactly to your point is growth. Yeah. That's your training and that's your curriculum. And I love the way you connected how your business has been almost like a, a life curriculum for you. Like, okay, this is the next level. This is the thing that's going to teach me how to be the next version of myself, the better version of myself, keep improving, keep growing, keep working through beliefs, all that stuff. So um, thank you so much, Alana, for being here today. Where can people connect with you? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, well, please check out my website. It's alanafink.com and you can spell it right there. You can see my name. Uh, I am very active on Instagram at Wellbeing with Alana. I am on LinkedIn, Alana Fink, and those are my my main places. Not so much on Twitter, not a lot on Facebook, uh, uh, but those are those are the main places that you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.